T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Royals Rangers today, right here on 610 Sports Radio. Brady Singer, 3-5 and five at the 477 versus Jordan Lyles. 2-5 and five at the 547, the second year of his $16 million contract. This lineup today, though, a little bit like yesterday. Like, it, it does not jump out and scream, this is awesome. Once you get past three. Merrifield, Santana, Perez, O'Hearn, Soler, Tozier, Dyson, Gutierrez, and Lopez. Again, man, we're trying to stay positive. I want to see Perez get over 20 home runs for the All-Star break. Even more than that, I'd like to see him get in the mix. I want to see him get his invite to the home run derby grant. Mancini came over, overcame cancer. He's got 14 bombs this year for Baltimore. He's in it. That's cool. He accepted the invitation. The polar bear, Pete Alonzo, Mr. Conspiracy, has accepted it. Hopefully, he's got some hot takes, man, because he was rolling on one with the ownership of conspiring against players. Eh, do we have more free agent pitchers or hitters? Let's look at the goofy stuff or the sticky stuff. That was awesome. Hopefully, he's got hot takes because I'm here for it. And also... You've got Oshohi Otani that continues to crush them. Like baseballs, we want to. I talked to Vern a little bit about this yesterday. It's like all we want to talk about is, you know, the negativity that happens in baseball, Grant. Even though, like, there's good things that happen. How about Tatis three bombs on Friday? That three. was insane. Yeah, I mean, he's fun to watch. Yeah. How about Austin Nola of the Phillies? He had ten straight strikeouts. Hadn't been done since Tom Seaver. The only two pitchers ever. There are good things that happen. Our combined no-hitter. It's our seventh no-hitter of the year. Too many, but there's good things that happen in baseball. But we don't want to talk about it. We want to talk about sticky stuff. How is it too many no-hitters? And uniforms, which I'm not a uniform guy, but people are freaking out about it. I mean, here's the deal. I don't know if you know this. You know, usually you probably do know this because you're a younger generation. You use Twitter to guide your life. Did you, did you see the people upset, Grant, about the uniforms? Yeah, I mean, I saw the people they, upset about the uniforms. It was hard to miss. But at least they didn't have all the fake area codes, or the real area codes that weren't in the city. But that, that, that was dumb. I admit it. I'm not a uniform guy or announcer guy, but that was dumb. But they're wearing them during the game this year. Because there was people like, oh, who cares? It's just batting. No, <laughs> these are the game uniforms. They're pretty bad. Well, they're blue and white. Do you think they were left over from the Braves because they were supposed to be blue and white? Like, I don't know. Like, shouldn't they be purple or something for Rocky? Whatever. I think they were still the Braves uniforms. But regardless, they're wearing these during the game. They'll wear their real uniforms 
during batting practice in the home run derby because they used to wear the real uniforms when they played, which I liked. I, I like to see my dude standing out, you know, wearing Kansas City. Yeah, especially if you can get Salvi out there in a blue. It pops a lot more than when it's normal. I hope he's in the home run derby. I mean, you got to look at the Royals' record because well, sometimes guys' swing gets ruined, but not not all the time. Just you know, you don't want to see that with Salvi. But like we we have gotten guys in the All Star game like Hosmer, the home run, Perez, whatever. We've always had that feel good story for like the last six years in Kansas City, except for last year. I don't know if there's any feel good stories, <laughs> to be honest with you. But don't we need Sal Perez in this home run derby? I mean, just to have something. I mean, I wish it was Slayer. Like, I wish Solaire didn't have six home runs, and I wish Solaire was hitting. He's walking, but I wish he was hitting. Like, I wish Solaire was in this thing. Yeah, it'd be nice to see Sal Perez in the home run derby. It'd be, it'd be it'd great. Be one thing to see for his career, like, yeah, he was in the home run derby one time. No, I mean, Moose was in it, and we got excited because it was our thing. Like, get Moose in the game. Get, get him in the all-star vote because he'll get invited to the home run derby. So Sal's already the what the third leading vote getter in all of baseball. I mean, he's 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 transformed himself into a star of the game. He just is. Like people know the name Salvador Perez. Like when you're filling out your ballot, you know that name. It pops to you. Like, oh, there's Sal Perez. He, he's liked across this league. We've always wanted that guy. Who's the guy that people recognize? And you put boom, Sal Perez. He's the second biggest star in this town behind Pat Mahomes, in my opinion. Maybe you think other, whatever. I don't care. Maybe you think there's somebody else that deserves that. Um, I don't. I think it's Sal Perez. I think he's going to the Hall of Fame. You may disagree. I think he is. Because I think when you look at the All-Star Games, you look at the Silver Sluggers, he's a World Series MVP. He's won the ring. Like, he's checked some of those boxes. He's feared. Great catcher. And it's only going to go up. Whether they move in positions, which I'm all for, even though he's such a great catcher, just to have him still on the field because he's such a good hitter. And even when he, when I think they've actually done a good job of managing his usage. You know, if he's getting too worn out behind the plate, you have him DH. You can move him to first base. He can do a whole bunch of different things with Sal. But I think they've done a nice job with his usage. And he is important with these young pitchers because he's kind of like having a manager on the field. But I hope he gets in the home run derby. I hope he gets there. But yeah, I think we're talking baseball. We're talking the wrong stuff. We're talking uniforms. Like, that, that was a big deal this week, Grant, because then the Chiefs, they opened up for 2022. Jay Southland, Toe Service, text line, 913-576-7610. You rolling with these uniforms? I know Stephen Olathe is. Like he, he likes the uniforms? Well, no, we haven't asked him, but I guarantee he no does way, not. He, man. He, he no does. one can like those uniforms. They're terrible. The Chiefs? Oh, the Chiefs ones, though. Okay. I thought we were just talking about the All-Star game. Oh, too. the All-Star game. and I mean, whatever, man. <laughs> Like, seriously, I mean, I don't care. You're not going to see many people wear it, but Sal. I mean, you're not going to see many. And everybody's got to do it, so whatever. Baseball looks for anything to generate revenue. Because basically everything they've done has failed. And the fact that we talk about the sticky stuff more than players like Tatis or Acuna or what, like, Nola did the other night, the no-hitters. And we talk about the substances, Sergio Romo pulling his pants down. We're talking more about that than the actual game. And that's and that sucks because it is a fun game to watch. There is some guys like Vlad Guerrero that are must see TV or must buy a ticket to go see. And I was hoping Mondi could get in that category because he sure seems like a guy that wants to be in that category. But I'm not a uniform guy. The NFL grant, the Chiefs, there's something about 
because the Chiefs have crossed over. They're not Seattle that you know changes them all the time. Whatever they've crossed over to, they've got something. They're not changing it. It's cool. You keep what you got. And the longer you go, the more you respect it. It's like the Kauffman Stadium is now one of the oldest stadiums in baseball. And I know people are talking about downtown. Should they move it there or not? But it is one of the older stadiums in baseball. But the Chiefs uniform's classic. However, if you get that one game permission, which they're going to, I'd get it, man. I'd get it. Should the, should Kansas City also bid for the combine because they're going to open that up? See, this is the NFL just making money. They're just printing money. They already The schedule release has already become an animal itself. Now they're saying – Combine in another city. Need a place to do it, though. Need a place to do it because you got to do it indoor. It's got to be a fast track. Yes, they could put turf in T-Mobile, something like that, because you're going to have fans. It better be good, though. It better be quality turf because that's one thing I don't want to hear about is how the turf was crappy because that's these are <laughs> prime athletes in college busting their butt to get on NFL teams. That's one thing I liked about Indy was the same track, the same speed. Not I'm talking track in the essence of a track, but the same track for the 40. And now they just move these all around uh, to different campuses and those false numbers. But I'm all for it, but you got to find a place to do it. Yes, Arrowhead's got the practice facility, but you got to put people in there, man. Coaches sit up there at their stopwatches. You got they got to have a place to, to sit. But I mentioned, Grant, going in the break, pro football focus. That, man, this used to be my, what they said went with me. I know Collinsworth got into the mix and like pro football focus when they started, they had so much respect. NFL teams are buying their information, the analytics. But I think they've gotten into a little more of the hot takey stuff when they start to put their list out, which they have, like the ranking safeties or whatever, and they don't have the honey badger in the top ten. They they've really gotten to the hot take market. Some of the stuff's reality. That's what I look at. The real numbers, not their opinions. Because like anything else, they've got opinions. But they've got four Chiefs in the top 50. That's okay. Aaron Donald, number one. Patrick Mahomes, number two. I'm going to throw a fit for a second, a guy ranked two. Travis Kelsey's number three. Perfect. Mr. Titan University, which is already him and Kittle and Olsen in Nashville this week, they had like 50 tight ends. They, they partied on. Seriously, that's cool. Travis Kelsey. He, he, is, he is a walking home. He is a walking goat when you want to talk about goats. Tyree Kill at 18, which, man, he changes the game. He deserves to be higher. And then Chris Jones right behind him. Mr. Defensive tackle or defensive end, we can't figure it out. But Patrick Mahomes at two. Here's the thing about Aaron Donald. I like Aaron Donald's beast. Aaron Donald can at times change games, but I've seen offenses also move around Aaron Donald, not letting him be a factor. He can be a factor in some games, but sometimes that are smart offensively do things to kind of take Aaron Donald out of the game. Never should a defensive lineman be ahead of a quarterback, honestly. And I'm a defensive guy, but I'm just saying Aaron Donald's fantastic. Put him at two. There is no way he's ahead of Mahomes. Mahomes has been in the three straight AFC title games. Since he's been in the league for three starting years, he's only been an MVP, a Super Bowl MVP, been in the Super Bowl twice. No, Mahomes deserves to be number one. He is the number one player in the NFL. You've got to put a quarterback there, man. So when I see this, you know, I'm not going to raise my pom-poms because Mahomes is number two. Yes, Aaron Donald's a great player. Put him at two. He deserves two. Keep Kelsey at three. Put Patrick Mahomes at number one. And then we could argue, actually, Aaron Donald or Travis Kelsey. You want to have that argument. 
because you could come in and say, eh, Kelsey's a tight end that finished second in the NFL in receiving. He's the only tight end ever to have five 1,000-yard receiving seasons like Gronk, like Tony Gonzalez. But they never had him in a row. Nobody other than Greg Olson's had three in a row. He's got five. Like, he literally is the GOAT. Like, you look at Brady and his numbers, but he doesn't own the numbers like Travis Kelsey does. Travis Kelsey owns the position. Like, that is the GOAT at tight end. If you want to argue Kelsey or Donald, fine. I'm just saying Mahomes deserves to be over Aaron Donald. Seven days a week, man. You can't put a defensive lineman over a quarterback. Can't do it. I see this, and it drives me crazy, and I know I shouldn't be letting things like this drive me crazy when he's number two, but come on, man. Where's the the, NFL going to put him? Like, they're going to put him at four again? Is the list about most valuable to his team or just, like, best performer? What is the exact Best player. I don't know. Well, if it says best player, you'd probably have to put Mahomes. But here's the thing, though. If all 32 NFL teams get to take Aaron Donald or Patrick Mahomes, who are they taking? Patrick Mahomes. Absolutely. That's why he's number one. That's why he's number one at the bullet point when every single team would take this player over anybody else. That's all you got to ask yourself. You can have anybody in the whole NFL who you're taking. Patrick Mahomes goes 32 times. Even the Tampa that has Tom Brady. You know why? Because Mahomes is young. Mahomes could be in dominating for a decade or more. Tom's going to be. Well, pe- people called Tom washed halfway through the year, especially when he forgot the downs in Chicago. Figured it out. But again, you're going Mahomes. But that's your answer. There, there can be no other list if that's your answer every time. Now, maybe there's a team out there that's hot take. Is somebody's some executives calling Josh Allen the most gifted physical quarterback he's ever seen? 0-2 against Mahomes, by the way. But you are not taking Aaron Donald over Mahomes. You're just not. Because if you are, and you're going to sell your fan base, hey, I took a defensive tackle over Mahomes. Yeah! Oh, you can't do it, pro football focus. Come on, man. thought you were better than that. Josh Vernier joins us at 1130, the number one source of Royals information in this city and probably beyond. But coming up next, Mike Matheny spoke to reporters about this baseball team. We'll play that and then get Vern's reaction 1130 next. Big Sunday. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back to Big Sunday. Jay Bank, Grant Nicholson. 
Let's get Salvi in the home run derby, man. He's going to start another all-star game. Think about what's hit behind, what's been hitting behind him. <laughs> and then think about his numbers. Incredible. Mike Matheny spoke before the Rangers game today. Before we get to Matheny, quick question. Now, they had Globe Life Field last year. It's a retractable roof, synthetic grass, because they couldn't grow regular grass on this particular plot of land. That ballpark looks fun, man. I think a lie. Like all these new stadiums, looks like a big barn from the outside. But that looks like a lot of cool places to sit. Like behind home plate, there's a bunch of tables and stuff. It's like you got the fellas, you got nachos, you got beer, you got wings. Like that looks like a cool place to sit. I mean, I understand. You know, you got Crown Club and stuff like that, the decay. But you know, you get, you get the food and the beer and all that, and you're sitting there. But these things had tables, man. Throw out some Texas Hold'em. Whatever you want to do, man. It's your ticket. Depends on how the team's doing. You can go play Texas Hold'em at the ball game. Yeah. You have a bachelor party out there, man. Bring the fellas, you know. But that, but there's a lot of cool little places to seat in that stadium. Vern said, man, can you imagine how much it costs to cool that place? Yeah, it's probably a pretty penny. And they kept the other Globe Life up. It's where the XFL team played in Dallas, right next to it. They got a lot of money in Dallas. Seems like just yesterday they opened out a stadium. Or Turner for Atlanta, gone now. We got new stadiums already. So that bodes well for the we need a new stadium crowd. Talk to Vern eleven thirty, but here's Mike Matheny just a few minutes ago. Hey, I, I, I wanted to ask um, the the All Star Game voting um, is is starting to move on to the next phases, and and Salvi has a, a pretty considerable lead, I think, uh, at AL catcher. I was just curious um, from your perspective, maybe what what impresses you the most uh, about what he does day in and day out, you know, whether it's offensively or defensively or or whatever. Yeah, I think it's the fact that it's both. You have a guy who um, first has the ability to keep to keep going back behind the plate, and um, he's doing a nice job. He's getting beat up this year. Uh, a lot of work with balls in the dirt, um, moving well. He, he's been been very disciplined in how he's preparing, um, how he's uh, doing all of his extra work, uh, the work pregame. The the thing that probably see is just how much time and effort he's putting into his pitchers, especially some of these young guys that need need some direction and need some help. And all the the game the game planning um, and, and how he is teaching. So you're talking about a full-time job, just getting yourself ready to be behind the plate, a full-time job to go and be our most consistent and dangerous bat, and then another full-time job teaching a group of young pitchers so he is um he has really been impressive uh, to be able to juggle all of that and do it all well staying with salvi look he's he's different so maybe this would interest him but the home run derby uh, what's your thoughts on a guy that like you said is already doing a lot would would that be something that uh, you think he'd be interested in that you'd be interested in seeing him in? Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think when you're having a, a special season and you, you're a special player, those are those are just um, rewards. Those are uh, honors. And, you know, I've, I've been hesitant in the past with certain guys because I've seen them go up there and just trying to yank. But 
you know, I get to throw to Salvi every day and watching his approach. Um, he uses the middle of the field, and which is impressive on big parks like this one. He's still able, opposite field, to um, to keep a really good back path, which is using the middle of the field and, and, and uh, working on using his legs and getting elevation. It's actually plays into uh, the kind of swing path that he needs. So I wouldn't have, if he got away from that, if he had the opportunity and just started to try and pull yank balls out of the, out of the park, I think that would probably be something in the long haul, not good for him, but you know, he, um, he has a real nice approach right now while still putting on a show every BP, he gets a chance to hit on the field. Where do you put his strength of the guys that you've been around? Strength, like at the plate, opposite field. Yeah, there's just very few guys, <clears throat> very few I've ever been around that that are able to um, have lofting power the opposite way. Like there's some guys who can hit some line drive ish home runs opposite field, um, but to get the, the angle that he gets and still have the carry, um, talking very few. Um, but a lot of the guys, the big power guys going back to teammates like McGuire, you know, most of that was, you know, center of the field, middle of the field to pull side. Um, <clears throat> Salvi truly has an approach that allows him to stay focused middle of the field opposite, which is very rare and um, makes him just such a dangerous hitter. But I, I think he's as strong um, as far as, being able to have the ball carry like that as anybody I've ever, ever been around. Alec? Yeah, Mike, how's Brady felt um, leading up to this one? Yeah, I've had all good reports. And so he was, uh, this morning, feels good too. So um, need a good start from him today. Mr. Dixon. Hey, Mike, uh, I was wondering from your perspective what you felt like the difference was on the Kyle Gibson of opening day versus the Kyle Gibson you all saw yesterday. Yeah, it was it was all execution. Um, I talked with our group after the game yesterday, and um, you know, he, he was so good in the bottom of the zone yesterday and thought he, he didn't make a lot of mistakes in the middle of the plate, didn't make a lot of mistakes uh, up, uh, only – tried to elevate a couple of times, which made such a big deal about it because I've been trying to preach this to a couple of our guys and to go back and watch um, that game over is, is going to be part of the homework assignments for, for some of our pitchers. Uh, you're talking about a guy who's having a very good season, um, sticking with his strengths, but execution and game plan are two completely different things. So just, uh, just a reminder to some of our guys, you know, there's there's some that are going to have a lot of success being able to pitch at the top of the zone. And then you watch a pitcher like Gibson yesterday. It was down, 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 down. And um, But he he executed well when he needed to. It wasn't all fastballs. He did a nice job mixing in his breaking ball and knowing who he could capitalize with that pitch on, too. And, um, he just uh, didn't, give us a, didn't give us a lot of room to breathe. Appreciate it. I just wanted to check real quick on uh, Cam Gallagher and how he's progressing. I saw him throw a few times. Um, how is he? How is he doing with his shoulder? Yeah, it seems to be getting better. Just took a little time to kind of get past um, some of the uh, 
pain he was having, but he's moving in a good direction. There's Mike Matheny earlier today, and they asked a question about Kyle Gibson. <laughs> yeah, this is how much opening day matters. Gave up five earned runs against the Royals. His ERA this month, 152. Dude gave up two hits, struck out 10, seven innings. Yo, Kyle Gibson looks like a different dude. Dude 6-0 and now with the two ERA. That was the opening day starter. That's how much opening day matters. Kyle Gibson. Hey, if you're a Mizzou fan, you can uh, don't see any K-State guys going on doing that, Grant. Hey, come on, man. Jordan Wicks is going to get drafted. Yeah, I think so, too, actually. I'm he, a K-State guy. Someone projected him top 15. I root for K-State. It was just to get under your skin for a second. I, I pulled Yeah, it them. worked. I like him. Jordan Wicks is going to be the first-round draft pick. You get too sensitive there. Speaking of sensitive, Josh Furrier, Royals Insider, next. Game Sunday. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to Big Sunday, Jay Binkley, Grant Nicholson. The Royals have started five different pitchers this year, 25 years or younger. Fourth most in the majors, Brady Singer, the 24-year-old, going against Jordan Lyles. And joining us now, our Royals insider. My Royals insider. Everybody says that's my quarterback. It's my Royals insider, Josh Vernier. What's up, Vern? What's going on, man? How are you? Hey, good. Who the hell was that? Kyle Gibson yesterday. I heard the question there with the Matheny press conference. That is funny, man, how damn good he is since opening day. Again, why do we care about opening day? Dude, yeah, I would say he's cheating, but he's not. What do you mean, why do we care about opening day? Why should you? Kyle Gibson sucked opening day, and now he's like one of the best pitchers in baseball. But it's still a game. It's still a holiday. What do you mean? No, okay. The pageantry of it, Burn. Yeah. You get to you get to have opening day, right? Oh, that's great. 
Kyle Gibson was terrible that day. Again, we magnify no, opening day. No, the point you're trying to make is yes. you shouldn't make too much out of Thank one you. game Thank when you. you're playing 162. Thanks, Vern. That's, that's exactly what I was looking for. That's why I'm here, buddy. But he, 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 you'd say, like, he'd be a guy, you'd say, all right, this dude's cheating. You look at those numbers. But <laughs> like, no, no, like he's he, just. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. No, he, he's Kyle a sinker Gibson. slider guy, and yeah. he's been executing. You get better as you get older. He's, now he he's is. doing a good job. But this is a guy that locked up the Royals plenty of times when he was in oh, Minnesota. This isn't anything new, uh, Kyle Gibson. Oh, this is new. Up the tailpipes of the Royals. But this is new, though, man. Dude went two-hitter. The guy's got a two-ERA. He, Bigley, he, did you see the Royals lineup yesterday? It's the same as today, if not worse. Uh, well, uh, yeah, I, I guess depending on your vantage point and how you feel about Hunter Dozier, he was on the bench yesterday in the lineup today. Uh, look, I don't care who the starting pitcher is for the opposition. Uh, that pitcher is always going to... Uh, Go into that game feeling as if he's going to have success. When you look at a lineup that has three above-average hitters and then a gigantic drop-off at the cleanup spot. Look, I love Ryan O'Hearn as a person. I'm rooting for him as a player. Uh, but this was a guy that spent a majority of the season in the minor leagues. And when he returns to the big leagues, he's immediately thrust into the cleanup spot. Yeah. Because of a few things. Well, first of all, because of the down seasons from Dozier and Soler and because there's no better option in that cleanup spot. Um, but he's also thrust into that cleanup spot, not because he's some top prospect, not because he's Bobby Witt Jr. and you think he's going to hold that cleanup spot for the next decade. It, it, it simply comes back to because... There's just not a better option right now with Mondi and Benny on the shelf and Dozier and Solaire giving you nothing. Any updates on Benny? Uh, no, no, I haven't heard okay. anything from Mike Matheny recently. Um, but again, th this... They've uh, got to get him back. Uh, uh, well, I, I wouldn't hold my breath. I'm not expecting him back uh, before August. Wow. Uh, it's yeah. unbelievable. You mentioned the lineup. It's the same way today and. I've talked about it a little bit, and you, you talk you know, about Sal Perez. He's one of the finalists uh, for catcher for the All-Star game. Love to see him in the home run derby. Just it's his. It's a wrap. You as think long so? as he stays he's healthy, be, he's yeah. the starting catcher. He's a well, yeah, that's a wrap. half votes up. But the, all, but the home run derby, I'm saying, I'd like to see him put in that. That's just I'd selfish reason. Yeah, I'd I mean, love to see that. And, and, and I think he's, uh, he's at the stage of his career and you've talked about it. I've heard Carrington talk about it, where he's starting to get back into that Hall of Fame conversation. Absolutely. I think Major League Baseball needs to put him center stage. Now, Shohei Otani is going to be at the center of the stage come the home run derby, deservedly so. But I think you need to shine a light on Salvador Perez and remind sure. people outside of Kansas City that, hey, you know how you feel about Yadier Molina. This is a guy that's going to replace Yadier Molina. And he's right there shoulder to shoulder with Buster Posey. Sure, Posey and Molina have more rings than Salvi. Uh, and that's why they'll probably make it to Cooperstown before a Salvador Perez or maybe instead of a Salvador Perez, but he's most certainly third in line right now. Yeah, he's got, he's got the toughest, toughest box to check, and it's World Series MVP. I mean, that is a tough one to check. He's got it. And I look at Yadi Molina, great career, awesome career, but when you have Two Matt rings. Carpenter behind you, Beltron behind you, I mean, the lowest OPS in baseball is the five and six hitter for the Royals. 
Like when you got you got Bro Hearn, and I love Ryan O'Hearn, but you got him behind him. He's had Dozier behind him. He's had Solaire. Finally, Mondesi was giving you a little oomph when he was uh, back there in a short time behind Perez. But think about what he's doing in the numbers, considering there's no protection behind him. And I hope that's a story about Sal Perez that, that we we really haven't heard, but hopefully that's a story we hear. I don't think you'll hear that on a national level. No. I don't think nationally, and nor should they. Why, why would they be dialed into the five-hitter or the cleanup hitter for the Kansas City Royals? Look, it comes uh, Salvi's, up. It comes up Salvi's when you talk about players. Rewarded. Yeah, but he, it comes up. Re- yeah, uh, again, I, I don't think it's going to be something that is talked about on a national level. Sure, players might talk about it, but you're not going to hear uh, Joe Buck and John Smoltz get into it uh, during the All-Star break. What they're going to do is they're going to do what they always do when they talk about Salvador Perez, and that is talk about his availability, talk about his size, talk about his power, and talk about the energy that he brings on a daily basis. Those are always going to be the talking points on a national level for Salvador Perez. Yeah, I, I think the guy, Vern, I think we're t- talking about an eventual. I mean, six All-Star games at this point. Um, coming back from Tommy John, you think about a guy that, that, that you know came back you know, as good as he left uh, after having that surgery. I know we talk about pitchers that come back and put up great performances. Well, it's a position player that came back and is doing some of the best. I just think when we look at his career and – if he ends up as a DH, or if he ends up as a first baseman, if they because they've really been careful with him catching. Well, I don't this think year. those things can happen. If if you if you're leading this conversation really? to the Hall of Fame, he's got to stay behind the dish. You think so? I well, I can't say I know so. I almost confidently said I know so, but yeah, uh, the the reason why his offensive now uh, numbers are so impressive is because he's a catcher. If he's a DH, they're nice numbers. If he's a first baseman, they're nice numbers, uh, but they're great numbers. They're Hall of Fame numbers for a catcher. So he's got to stay behind the dish if he wants to make it to Cooperstown. No, I'm with you on that, but sometimes we see the Salvi slide at the end of the year because he's worn out physically from catching. Yeah. And this year, when you see his numbers up, because they've, you know, they've taken him off his feet a little bit, they had Gallagher uh, doing some catching there. I honestly think Sal Perez could be a 35-40 to 40 home run guy if he wasn't catching. Now, you want him to catch with these young pitchers, Evidently, but I, I can see him being a 30 to 40, 35 to 40 homer and guy if he didn't have to catch. Possibly, possibly, but I, I, I think the other numbers would go down as well. I think the batting average would be worse. I think he'd be a worse player if he's hitting 35 to 40 home runs. I think that would take away from what makes him a great hitting catcher, and that is what you heard Mike Matheny alluding to earlier, and that's his ability to spray the ball to all fields. If he becomes a home run hitter that's looking to hit 35 to 40, that's a guy that's just going to be up there swinging like Jorge Soler, swinging for the fences every single time. Talking to the number one uh, source of Royals information, Josh Vernu comes up at 1230 today, not 12. It's been moved. It's 135 games, so Vern at 12. Uh, so are you going a little bit longer today? You know what I am? I'm uh, you know, it, we need the air conditioner to work. That'd be great. But um, yeah, an extra half an hour. Uh, but I was driving my car the other day. I was listening to your pregame shows. I often do. And you were talking about Danny Duffy. I played the clip earlier when you're talking about kind of his new role. And yeah, is this good or bad? Do you think? Because I've always wondered. It's a From way to get him on the field more. It, it, it's a good way to get him on the field more. But you're losing. That, that starter, and I know that Brad Keller's the ace, but it's Danny Duffy for all intents and purposes. Are you okay with this role of him maybe opening or use the, like a hybrid like Matheny calls him? Because yeah. obviously you can't stretch him out as a, as a starter at this point. It's just not going to happen. 
But is this a good role for Danny Duffy? Um, again, who, from whose perspective? Well, I'm from, just from asking Danny's it because I hate seeing it because this is one of your best pitchers, if not your yeah, best starting right. pitcher. But if you, it, it's better than him being at a rehab assignment, which he didn't have to right. do. He got to actually come in and pitch instead of a bullpen. That's fine. But I'd rather the alternative Danny Duffy playing for this team for not. I mean, obviously, you don't want to take the, you know, the kind of year he was having as a starter. <laughs> this team's desperate for a Danny Duffy. You don't want to see right. him lose him as a starter. But him getting on the field in different roles, it might help out. It's better than not. having Danny Duffy throw the baseball uh, at the big league level is better than just about anybody else throwing the baseball for the Royals at the big league level. So uh, it's better than him going on a rehab assignment. But there's no way Danny Duffy uh, not being a guy that you can rely on to give you six innings every fifth day is a good thing. It's just impossible. Because let's just take a look at this rotation right now. Um, Okay, so today we got Brady Singer. Brady Singer, who's dealt with shoulder soreness over the past month. Who knows? For about three innings, right? We're probably going to get no more than four from Brady. Even if he is healthy because they're limiting him. I, mean, I don't know. He threw okay. 96 pitches on in his last outing. Threw 96 pitches. Now, Man. that didn't even get him through the fourth inning. Yes. Uh, so, obviously, he, he can get up there pitch count-wise. Um, it, it's just, look, Brady Singer um, is now today making his 16th start. He made 12 all of last season, pitched in a 60-game season. So, what we're watching right now with Singer with Bubich, and even to a lesser extent with Kowar and Lynch, is them embarking on uncharted waters for the first time in their career. Them really understanding what, or starting to understand, what the grind of a Major League Baseball season really feels like. Uh, What separates uh, the good and great starters? What separates a starter and a reliever? What separates a big leaguer and a minor leaguer is can you do it over 162 games? Uh, those are the steps that we're going to watch Chris Bubich and Brady Singer and Jackson Kowar take over the next, uh, what, 87 games that we have remaining in this season. So with Brady Singer and the uncertainty around his shoulder, the uncertainty around Danny Duffy's forearm, uh, Brad Keller's endlessly disappointing start to this season, uh, Mike Miner's been consistent, sure, um, but other than that, you got an opener in, in, in Kyle Zimmer. I mean, this rotation right now is... Mike Miner, and then hold on tight. Uh, so so losing Danny Duffy is one of those guys that you can rely on for six innings every fifth day. It's just it's impossible for me to present it as if this is a positive for the 2021 Royals. Hopefully it's a positive for the 2022 Royals, meaning Danny Duffy comes back to be a starting pitcher for this team again next season. Uh, because let's remember, he's a free agent coming up in three months from yep. now. So, so Duffy has a lot to protect in that left arm, uh, not only for possibly the Royals next season, but more than certainly uh, for that contract he's hoping to get this upcoming offseason. And he could get paid as a reliever, man. He could, I mean, he, he could dominate the lefty like that. Uh, but if you're Danny Duffy, are you willing to say, I'm a reliever now? I'm not. I mean, I'm, I, if, if I'm it gets Duffy me paid and, and I can stay. Oh, you're going to get more as a starting pitcher. I understand that, but can Mike you Bonner do it? Mike got $18 million, and Duffy, I think, could ask for something similar. Duffy could ask for a two at 18. But he hasn't been able to finish lately, though. That's the problem, and he's not the right age. I'm just saying he could dominate in the bullpen. He could. 
Well, yeah, but I, I think most starting pitchers could dominate right, in the I'm, bullpen. I'm that, with you on getting paid. That's why it's the bullpen. Yeah, that's, we, that's why it's so difficult to find yeah. starters. We talk about the major bag here. Oh, yeah, you're you're always going on. Major, major bag, bag alert. alert. Yeah, of yeah, course. Right, we have right, major right. bag Well, quick, Vern. Uh, Brad Keller. <laughs> we, we talked about it earlier, and I've been talking about this. I mean, I, I wouldn't hesitate using an opener for him because he may need it. But then again, I look at it and say, for a couple reasons, I say, okay, this is the ace of your staff. Like, you don't, you don't have an opener for the ace of your staff. But you've got to do something for him. And then I would kind of worry, like, you put him in the third inning and it's just like the first inning. I mean, there is some caution to go about it. But on the other side, you need to jumpstart this guy at some point. Look, uh, there are no bad ideas. You know, who am I to sit here and say, oh, you know, t- you know get, whatever. Whatever it takes to work. If, if, if you unlock something with Chris Bubich or Brad Keller or Brady Singer by using the opener, man, whatever it takes, I really don't care. Um, so, sure, if you, if you want to use the opener, you think that would help Brad Keller, fine. Um, you know. Brad Keller, Brady Singer, Chris Bubich, Daniel Lynch, Jackson Coar, you need two of them. Two of them got to be starting pitchers that can give you 170-plus innings for the next three, five, seven years. I don't care how you do it, Mike Matheny, Cal Eldred, coaching staff, front office, uh, but it, 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 it needs to be done. Um, you know, what, what you're watching right now with Brad Keller and Chris Bubich, you, you you, you just hear them say the same thing seemingly after every start, and you, you hear Mike Matheny say the same thing after every single start. Their uh, lack of conviction and confidence down in the zone is ultimately leading to their doom. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to talk with Mike Matheny in our little private conversations that we're able to have sure. uh, every weekday because I'm, I'm, I'm interested to get to the bottom of what's the disconnect. Because I've heard Mike Matheny say, man, we're, we're, we're trying to get Bubich. We're trying to get Keller to learn about the importance of pitching down in the zone. Now, of course, it's easier said than done. But, man, when your boss is consistently telling you to do something and you don't do it, uh, something's going on between those two. Uh, not, 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 not saying that there's a disconnect between the, the manager and the players, uh, but as far as the implementation of the edict, being handed down by the skipper, uh, there's the disconnect, and I'm, I'm, I'm curious to find out tomorrow from Mike Matheny uh, what he thinks is at the core of that disconnect. Final question for you, Vern. Would you rather pay your own bill at your house for your electric with your air conditioner for 20 years or one summer at Global Life Field oh, to cool it? At, at my house. Uh, Bink, you, you know I'm a cheapskate. <laughs> so, so long as, as Katie's out or not paying attention, I have that heat or that air conditioning turned up so hot. I'd leave it at 77 in my house if no one's here. I'll just take the shirt off, walk around in just underwear just to just to save a few pennies, man. Just an absolute cheapskate over here. If you're an owner of the Rangers, you'd have that bad boy at 80. Yeah, they got right. Yes. Yeah, 81. Take your shirt off. You could come in the stadium, just take your shirt off. Uh, man or a woman, it's fine. We're all cool here. It's uh, Everything's bigger in Texas. Oh, yeah, man. but to keep that bad boy at 72, yeah. could you imagine that electric bill? Oh, they put that silver roof on. It looks like a big bar. I, I actually, Maybe we like, laugh about it, but you, you saw what happened down there during the, the winter storm. Everybody lost power. People yeah. are passing away because of the cold. Let's, let's clean up the grid a little bit here, Texas. It gets hotter than hell. Anyway, we ran too long. Josh Vernier comes on at 1230. Instead of noon, he comes on at 1230. Vern's on deck show. Always a must listen. Our Royals insider, Josh Vernier. Thanks, Vern. Thank you. There you go, Josh Vernier.
joining us there. I, I'm, I take 20 years of paying mine over one summer of Globe. You know how hot it gets. You there? have to. I mean, that you, you, there's people that sit in the upper, they just fry, man. Look, you don't even sit there. Like, I was watching the, the track trials last night, and everybody was kind of migrating to the shady side because it was getting up to triple digits, like, on the track. It's like, that stadium is a sweat box, and they keep it nice, and it's got the roof and synthetic grass, but I would hate to pay the bills. I mean, I just, I mean I it's got to be 20 grand a month or I something. Can't, I can't. <laughs> that place that's disgusting <laughs> anyway we'll come back but uh we'll talk a little more about danny duffy and brad keller and the situation the royals are in real quick before we change gears we're going to 12 30 but we'll talk royals next Game sunday after the end of a good fight you deserve an ice cold reward medella is the mark of a fighter you've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight the better the reward you put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseballs and boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseballs and boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back to Big Sunday. Jay Binkley, Grant Nicholson. We got an extra half hour before Vern, even though we had a little Vern. As I like to do on Sundays, get his opinion. Really, I mean, you know, hearing him talk about Danny Duffy and, you know, his role with the Royals, what's he going to do? I mean, I want to see Keller get going too. Everybody does. I haven't really talked a ton about him because, and he, he should be a topic of conversation. Once you get past Mondi not being every day, once you get past Solaire struggling in Dozier, like Brad Keller, that's your ace, man. And I know Duffy's probably your best pitcher, but he's, you know, often hurt. But Brad Keller, get them jump started. If you have to use an opener, you have to use an opener. I mean, I, as Vern said, anything's on the table. You got to get the 27 outs. It's what you decide to do. But yes, Brady Singer has been going three innings. Like, you want to see guys go past. Like, Mike Miner's been that guy. Say what you want about Mike Miner, but you need a guy that, you know, every other start you can get to go deep in the games. They've got to get arms. That's why Swarzak is on this team. They had to get some arms. Before we get all excited about Bobby Witt Jr., which we should, and Nick Prado, which we should. And by the way, they're killing it. You know, we I got excited about Coar and his numbers in AAA. But you got to temper those things. We have to understand what the minor leagues are and what the major leagues are. There is a difference at this point with guys getting called up. But I'm all for Bobby Wood Jr., you know, Dick Prado, those guys. Getting a cup of coffee in AAA. They should be a month, month and a half, doesn't matter. But at the end of the year, if this team is still, you know, they're, they're, they're a season high, nine games under 500 now, about just getting them acclimated. And I've been pro keeping these guys in the minors to marinate because I understand the differences between the show and what we're seeing in minor league. Because, hell, Brohern went up there and tore up AAA. You know, Coar tore up AAA. They didn't exactly tear up the major leagues. They didn't. That's why they're back 
in the minor leagues. So, yeah, I want to see, but I'd also like to see him get the dust off a little bit. Like, even if, even if it's September call-up, whatever, or end of the month, and I know that we do September call-ups differently now with the rules, but you can't do it like free willy like it used to be in Major League Baseball. But just to get that taste of the Major Leagues, like just to get the taste, you know, get the struggles, whatever, out of the way and be ready to go in 22. Instead of coming up, you know, you got the first hit, getting rolled over your first Major League hit, just get the... Any struggles, get them done now. Like, get them done now. Get all the nerves gone so you're ready to go in 2022. Now, I think one of the things I was not hoping for as we're getting close to the All-Star break, still one in Texas, then they have to go back to Boston for four before playing Minnesota and Cincinnati, three-game series at the K for each, and then they're back on the road for Cleveland for four before the All-Star break. But... I wonder, man, I wish that Lynch and Coar and these guys, somebody could count on her. Bubich, I thought he was turning the corner now. It's a situation where he's in the opener with him. Like, they've got to have young arms. That 2018 draft class, like, that's what I really want to see get going before the end of the year. They need them. They've got to have them. And Duffy's pending free agency. You know, Keller's got to be your horse. And I was hoping, okay, Brady Singer can supplant him maybe as the number one pitcher on the staff, and Keller's your number two, or if Keller stayed at one and Singer was your two, that's fine. Jonathan Bolin, that was a setback. You know, he was dominating. He was on Team USA down in AA, not talking about the Royals' top ten prospect. It's going to be a minute for him with the injury. But this 2018 pitching class, they've got to come together. We can get as excited as we want about Prado and Bobby Wood Jr., but they've got to find a way to get the ball over the plate. They just have to. Am I excited about the lineup and the potential lineup in the future? Absolutely. But again, you're seeing it done at different levels and not seeing it done at the major league level, which I think does provide a bit of difference. Coming up next, though, we'll talk Kansas City Chiefs and new wrinkles to this offense. We have a little bonus half hour leading you right into Vern's on Deck show at 1230. Big Sunday. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 